Welcome to another edition of One Morning Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Bargo here with Josh Jones, recording this installment on Tuesday, June 30th. And you brought the drinks tonight, so. Halfway through 2020, thank effing God. <laughs> good Lord, man. That's what actually, that's good. Is it? Yeah. They, they said uh, you can make it strong or light. <laughs> I told you before we came on the air. I feel like I'm, I'm cheating on American honey right now by not drinking it straight. Yeah, that's what we're drinking some American honey. And I, uh, I was given this, but I thought it'd be a perfect uh, uh, drink for tonight because uh, I thought I told the chips this week. Yeah, chips uh, had some uh, medical issues, but it's feeling good about the drinking. So on our chips, the mayor of Bridgeport. That's right. Never been Holy cow, life. that's dangerously really good. good. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I thought that shit was dangerous enough just over ice. Oh, you can't even taste it I in know, there. Yeah. I'm glad I got the little glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big glasses might be. We may need a oh, deck. Oh, man. I might, this might, that's a great. Whenever I get my deck built, that's going to be a nice little drink on the back yeah, porch. It's going to be a good back porch drink. Heck yeah. yeah that's no good. doubt. No doubt. Mm. No, that is good. Yeah. Oh, man. Been a month, man. It's been a month. My deck still hasn't been finished. <laughs> Were we still talking about the deck last well, time? We're just beginning. And, uh, dude, man, it's impossible to get lumber. I mean, I think I, did I mention on here last show that, that Mean said they had sold more lumber in the in the previous two months, it was a month ago, um, than they had in six, any of the six year, previous six years. No, I don't think you in said In two that. months, they sold that much lumber. I don't know. You can't find lumber anywhere really well all the mills shut down and then everybody started doing at home projects so man you cannot find lumber so we we finally got it delivered uh like last friday uh we had the decking boards were finally delivered so we can we can rock close i couldn't put the joists up i got the beams up but i couldn't put the joists up because then we had no way of letting coal out right <laughs> so right. you can get out in the backyard and then i got the decking board so so how much y'all got left? All I got to do is uh, I put the last brackets and bolts in today. Uh, all we got to do is we got to uh, cross block it and put some caulking around the sides and we can just th- start throwing on the decking boards. Nice. You're ready to go, yeah. Yeah, man. Hope. The plan is by July 4th, I'll be grilling out on top of the deck. That's the, oh, that's the plan. Oh, this week. Uh-huh. So, uh, well, we were, we thought about going to Bridge Brew. They're having fireworks. They're the only ones around here having fireworks. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Well, they... They bought like four thousand dollars worth of fireworks for like two thousand dollars because towns yeah. canceled their shows and they tried to get rid of their stuff cheap. So they bought they bought a bunch of fireworks from some town in Virginia. Nice. So <laughs> it's gonna be a show, but I think I can see it from the back of my de- backyard. Where are they gonna do it at? They, they launch it. You know where the building is back back that left corner where there's, the gravel goes back that way back in that woodsy area. They launch it from there. So. So they're going on Saturday night? Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. They said they are expecting a crowd. No, they're going to tell anybody, unless you're buying alcohol, if you're just here for fireworks, you stay across the street. Yeah. If you're here for alcohol, they're closing tabs at 830. Because last year they didn't, and they had they had lines of people waiting to pay out of the fireworks. So nobody would get beer because nobody was waiting to pay. Uh, so it's going to be close your tabs at 830, and it's pay as you go after that. It's a good yeah. idea. Yeah, it's a good idea. So, good idea. Mm. Solid idea. Solid yep. idea. Well, What's good. your place of fourth? 
I don't have any yet. Yeah, still <laughs> waiting to hear what whatever Jana tells me. <laughs> Whatever she mandates. Yeah, whatever she mandates. <laughs> Are y'all off Monday or two, Friday? Uh, mm-hmm. we took we're taking Friday off. Oh, that's I good think. deal. So good deal. We're gonna take Friday off, and then uh, she got uh, she got a car. Jenny got a car. Yeah. Scheduling an appointment to the DMV is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> my sister's going through the same thing. Oh, because okay. because and she has a lot more patience than you. So I got I'm no patience. <laughs> hey, so. So, Tom Booth's son, Thomas, mm-hmm. got engaged, and his fiance Chelsea, that's who I bought Jane's car off of. And so, this transaction happened three weeks ago. So, I was like, okay, we got to get the title switched over. So, I get on there and Google, you know, DMV, so you go schedule an appointment. They said, call this number. So, I called the number. They were like, uh... I was on hold for 15, 20 minutes. Finally got through to somebody. She's like, uh, what do you need to do? I said, well, I didn't get the title transferred over, and I said, I didn't get a new registration. She said, oh, well, you got to call this other number. I said, I've been on hold for 30 minutes. <laughs> she was like, I'm sorry, sir. So she gave me this other number. So I called that number, and as soon as I dialed that number, it immediately said, we're experiencing a high volume of calls. Call back. Hung up on it. <laughs> so I called nine straight times. Finally got through, and it said, Please stay on the line. Forty minutes. Holy shit! This is this is like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This is like June, probably tenth, maybe. This was two two or three weeks ago. So finally, an old little old lady picks up the phone. She says, "Yeah," and I said, uh, "Need to schedule an appointment to get. I just bought a car for my daughter. I need to get it street legal, so she can drive it." She's like, "Okay, let me get on here and pull you up." June. 25th was the closest thing they had. Holy cow. And I was like, June 25th? Before that, she was like, well, let's see what, there's only five offices that were doing title work. Okay. Morgantown, Martinsburg, Elkins, Logan, and I'm sitting here thinking, no whammies, no whammies. (laughs) She's like, Summersville. I was like, thank God. (laughs) That one's close. I can do Summersville. I would love to sit your ass drop the Logan. Oh, shit. So I got her to Jenny, we're not getting a car this year. No, so it's set in the parking lot. So I got her in for that, and she can't take her. So I got all that knocked out. She can't take her driver's test until August 27th because she didn't get her learners until February 27th. Okay. So as soon as I got the appointment scheduled for the title, I thought, well, I better hurry up and get on there and schedule her driver's appointment. Yep. Got online to do it because you can do it online. And, uh,. Nothing in July, which didn't affect me. August, it went to like August 22nd. I went to click to September, it's grayed out. I was like, why is it grayed out? So I called that number. Yeah. I was on hold for 30 minutes. She was like, sir, I'm sorry. She's like, you're just going to have to keep getting online, get up early in the morning and hit refresh. And that's the only thing I know to tell you to do. So Ethan's trying to get his license uh, too. So Courtney called me last week. She was like, hey, I got on this morning. I got Ethan an appointment in Summersville. You better check. So I checked. And August 27th, there was an appointment at like 2.30 in Beckley, uh, and I booked it. And I was like, nice. I'm in. <laughs> so you're saying come Labor Day, everybody keep an eye out for Jada. Keep an eye out for Jada. Well, she was on the road today. <laughs> she went to Summersville today with my daughter-in-law and two of her friends. But she, I took her over there. I took her to Beckley Saturday to practice parallel parking. Uh-huh. First time ever. She nailed it. Nice. 
She said, Dad, this is so much better than driving your truck. I said, yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, guaranteed. That's a good thing, though, learning on your truck, because it's going to make driving well, that's what I told her, a right? lot easier. But, I mean, she did. She did really good. Mm-hmm. But a couple of her friends have already got their licenses, and now it takes two to three minutes to get your license. Really? You go to the DMV. Uh-huh. The instructor cannot get in the car with you. Right. So a parent gets in the car. Uh-huh. I guess they check the signal, uh-huh. brake lights, inspection sticker, high beams, hazard lights, mm-hmm. whatever. You parallel park. You don't leave the DMV. You don't actually get in the car uh, and, and drive, drive on, on the road. Oh, my God. We're going to have a whole bunch of Aunt Mary's out there. <laughs> I mean, that was actually going to be, I changed that, because that was going to be my non-sports question, is are you comfortable with the new DMV? No. 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 I was like, wait a minute. So, have you met a 16-year-old? So you're getting, you're, you're getting your driver's license, but you're not driving. Yes. No! They don't put them in a, and they're like, well, you can't get in the car. I was like, I don't give a shit. Follow them. <laughs> put them on the damn road. Yes. At least put them in some sort of a situation. I mean, where I'm sure they can get a freaking GoPro, stick it in your dash, get behind you, and follow you to make sure you're doing what you Something. need. I mean, yeah, that's that's much better than... Both of her friends. And I was like, because she had a sleepover last Holy week. Holy hell. And one of her friends took her test, and I said, how was your test? She was like, I passed I said, how long was it? She was like, two, three minutes. I was like, that's bullshit, yeah. man. What did you have to do? Oh, I had to drive. I got on the four lanes. See, I didn't have to, I had I had one of the easiest driving tests ever. I, 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 that's even that, easier than that. I, I parallel parked. Right. We came out. It was right there in the Oak Hill police station. Yeah. Right there uh, near, near Home Lights. And I came out, and I made a left. He t- I went down. He told me to turn around. And that point time, it was Hex parking lot. You're dating yourself. Said, uh, uh, we used to take uh, still audio tapes from that place. Because <laughs> my dog had a key. To pop Did you take your driver's test <laughs> on a horse? <laughs> <or> a <car? laughs> so, and then I, you put in the lot, came back out, man. Another left, came back, and that was it. It was done. Mm. <laughs> it was the simplest test ever. I got on 19 for a minute and then came back and then drove. That's when Walmart was still up here. Mm-hmm. Drove to Walmart, turned around, came back. Yeah, but I at least got in the vehicle with oncoming yep. traffic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, oh, we don't leave a damn day parking lot. I was like, what the fuck? Man? I don't know. I'm telling you. Oh, man, is. no, I do not feel comfortable on the roads now. I don't feel comfortable anyway. Have you seen the idiots that drive around here? I have. Just imagine now. No. That's going to get worse. They they should test you up to your 20 and then after you're 80. Yes. <laughs> you just start having And then again after happen. you're 90. <laughs> There's somebody we're related to yeah. that was driving regularly after Couldn't the Couldn't even see over her steering wheel. Look between, <laughs> look between the dashboard and the bottom of the steering wheel. Grandma, I love you. Oh, how many layers of the ozone she killed on Fridays with her getting her hair done. Oh, God bless her. Oh, I shit. did also want to mention on a so – Garrett got accommodation medal. I sent that. Yes, that was awesome. He's pretty proud. Yeah, he should be. That's pretty yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty yeah, cool. I think he got. I think he was a little more engaged than he let on. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh huh. But uh, sounds like he's going to be back next month. So good deal. I'm looking good deal. I, I keep getting worried about it, man, with all these COVID spikes. Yeah. No. Especially he, in, will they come back into? They come in North Carolina. They come Fort, back into no, Te- Fort Bliss, right? Texas. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He'll probably have to uh, quarantine for 14 days. Yeah, I think they're. Which I was, I was talking to Jeremy Crozier at uh, Elliott's Friday night because we were talking about it. And he said, 
he said some of the the uh, guys coming back were doing some of their quarantine, I guess, overseas for seven days and then coming back here for, I don't know how they were. Yeah. He said it was included, but when I talked to Garrett today, he said it sounded like they were probably going to do all 14 days over here, but okay. hopefully it'll be, it'll be soon. That's probably better than, than washing trucks in 14 in the four degree heat. <laughs> he sent me a screenshot of the, they did a five mile uh, run three days ago. He said, Dad, we, we did five miles. It was 102 degrees. We had 35 pounds of gear on. I said, Gary, I couldn't do a half mile with 10 pounds on. Hell no. <laughs> no. He was like, yeah, we got to do what we got to do. I went outside today at lunch and put on uh, brackets and some bolts, and I came back in so sweaty. I was like, I got to take a shower. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I am. He was like, we went, I think the way he worded it was, he said, we went out for a little five mile Run, I'm yeah, like, well, well, there's, there's no such thing as a little, little five, five mile, mile run, run with 35 pounds of gear on. He's like, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so it looks like everything's lining up to where he'll be back next month. So Good he's been gone since August, I mean, 11 months. Yeah, it's crazy. That is really great. 11 months. Mm. But, uh, so yeah, so your phone, what happened to your phone? <laughs> so also, phone. It's, uh, it's completely my fault. Because uh, Tash got me a, um, a Samsung watch from Father's Day, which I never synced. So I, if I'd have sunk it, at least I'd have I'd had something that I could communicate with because it's got its own line. And she also has this flotation thing that um, you can put your phone in, and it if you drop it, it will float. And it's, oh, really? it's, it's water sealed. You can take pictures with it, with it on, and everything. So she's got one of those, and she's like, make sure you take this. Well, let me back up. The week before, we always go down to the lively cabin for like a four-day span. So at least four days. Dad and Lily went down on Tuesday and took all the kids. So they were there from Tuesday till Sunday. Oh, shit. The river was so high I bet it was. that I, caught, I fished for four days. I catch, you know, a lot of fish. I caught two fish the entire time, that and that was the first day I was there. The first night it rained so much, the river got up to nine feet above normal. Oh, shit. The Saturday when Tash and I floated down the river, which is normally a three-and-a-half-hour trip, last year was a five-and-hour fire trip because the water was so low, it was 55 minutes. <laughs> That's moving. I could barely even fish because I couldn't, I couldn't, you had to paddle the entire time to keep your boat straight. Because there was no hole. There was no... Where'd you float from? We floated from the Lively Cabin, which is at the Horick Station, down to Rennick, which is about three miles, three and a half miles away, something like that. I think it's what it is on the river. So it's 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 usually about an hour, you know, a mile, something like that. And it usually takes, but I was all stopping a few holes of fish, but we couldn't stop. So <laughs> you really couldn't stop. So 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 we got home, and uh, and Dad found this website that keeps track of the of the water levels. And on Thursday, he's looked at the he looked at the water and he said, Dad, he said, Josh, it's down to two feet. He said, he said, I'm thinking about going more, just going down. And I said, well, if I can get off work, I'll go too. So, Lou's taking the kids to Summersville. So, uh, I asked my boss. She was like, yeah, go ahead. Take it off. So, so I took it off. So, I got up 5.30 in the morning. Uh, went to went to uh, Walmart to buy bait. I got on the website. said it opened at 6 a.m. Went to Walmart to buy bait. So, I left there. It wasn't quite open yet. So, I stopped at McDonald's. Got me some bit, the brisket, uh, breakfast sandwiches. Realized I had forgot my wallet. Luckily, I had cash in the car. Nice. So I was like, that's all right. I got enough cash to get it baked. 
I go walking into Walmart. Lady says, we're not open till 7. Mm. I said, that's not what the internet says. Yeah. She said, well, we that's only on Tuesdays. I was like, well, that's not what the internet says. Yeah. I was like, fine, I'll stop at the one in Lewisburg. Even though Greenbrier County's having a breakout, so I didn't really want to go to that one. I was like, that's fine. So but I was like, I need to go home and get my wallet. So I went home and got my wallet. Um, and I really said, I'm not going to take all my keys. I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to take my key fab. Which thank God I did because when I got to Lewisburg, Tasha left her keys in my car. So she wouldn't have been able to drive that day. My, her spare keys on my keys. Nice. So I left those. But anyway, so we went down the river. And it was, it was, a, it was a little high. But it wasn't, it, it wasn't too bad. But I took Tasha's kayak because it's wider. And it, never again. Because my kayak waits in the middle, her kayak waits in the back, so the entire time I just kept spinning around. So then I, I threw a line out, and by the time I was done reeling in, it was behind me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, caught, I, I caught 22 fish, so oh, I was yeah, much better off than the, uh, the time before. But uh, there was time I got out, because I, I got tired of floating backwards, so I would just pull up and get out and fish. So I got out, and I went to get back in the boat and fell. So, so I fell in the water, and I keep my phone in my pocket in my life vest. So I got up, and I, and I got it out, and it was wet. So I'd forgotten that thing that Tash gave me and told me to take. The phone. I forgot it, so I just had it. Awesome. So I went and put it on the back of the kayak. There was a net. So I had my cooler underneath it, and then I, so I put it on top of the cooler and then put the net back on top. I was like, that will hold it and let it dry out and the sun dry it out. So we get going a little bit farther, and uh, uh Dad's like, I got a problem. His top, he's got an inflatable kayak. His, his kayak's deflating. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, so he's deflating. Uh, like, and luckily, only the top of it. He must have hooked. He must have got a hook in it or something. So it's, it's, so every, like, half an hour, he has to get out and dump water out of his kayak. <laughs> so we get down the stretch. Come on, Lon. We, well, we started off, we got on the river at 8 a.m. that morning. At one o'clock, we weren't even halfway. <laughs> That's how much we were. Oh, oh shit. man! Damn. <laughs> we we were stopping. I was fighting my line. I was it was a great old time. So so we get down. We're past halfway now, and and uh, and so I get going. Dad obviously had to stop dump water out. So I get going, and I'm like, like I'll just stop here. This place you start getting cell phone service, and I was like, I'll just check my phone and see what's going on. So I pulled over. And, and got out, looked at, looked back at the cooler, and I was like, there's no, no, phone. there's no phone there. There's no phone. And I said, I looked back up the river, and I thought, I have no idea where that fell out. <laughs> Absolutely no idea. Okay. I have no idea how it got out from anything that, but it was gone. Yeah. So, so I came home, and it was Friday, and so we were in the Sprint, and I asked Sprint, and I was like, so what are my options? They're like, well, you can get a new phone, but you don't have a trade-in, so you have to pay what's ever left the value of your phone. They said it's a Galaxy S10, so it's probably two hundred seventy-five to three hundred twenty-five dollars. Or you can go claim, you can claim a, a insurance claim, and it'll be cheaper. And you, and, uh, but you have to wait for it. Like one hundred fifty bucks. Or so, so I'm like, well, I'll just do the insurance. I, don't, I have a work phone. I can just use it. So, uh, no, I said, let's go ahead and file the insurance claim. She's like, well, you can't do that here. You got to do that online. <laughs> okay. Thanks. I'm fine. All right. So we went out Friday night. So Saturday morning, I get up. And I, I filed my claim, and it said, you know, process is pending. So uh, that evening, I get an email. It's like, your claim is processed. So I go on, check it out, and it says, says uh, um, 
process uh, completed. Uh, new phone can be shipped to you and have it to you by Monday. Your deductible is two hundred and seventy-five dollars. What? Yes. Well, that's it. That's it. Fuck! I should have just. I should have just got me a new phone. Yeah. <laughs> just, Why would the deductible what, be that high? I have no idea. I was like, what the? That's crazy. So I put a thing in the comments. I was like, I've been a Sprint customer since 2001. Was my first phone. With the same phone number I've had since then. Yeah, you've had that phone I, I mean, I have paid insurance since then. And I was like, you would think there'd be some sort of goddamn award for somebody who's been a customer for this long. For 18 years? Yeah, and like never, never filed an insurance claim until now. Well, I, th- I thought it would be 150 Yeah, that's, that's what I said. I saw it was like 100 yeah. 150 No, it was $275. That's what I so I told Ty, I was like, we're not paying insurance anymore. No. So I was like, I'm just cutting insurance. What was it, like nine, ten dollars a month? Yeah, off my phone. I was like, it's not on. worth it. Not worth it. For three, we got three phones now, so we're paying thirty some dollars a month in insurance. How was Isaac going? Yeah. So it was like, that's it. We're done. No, I don't know that shit too. Negative. Yeah. So anyway, that's my that's my phone story. It's a good story. It was funny. Was I got my phone back and I, I texted you. I was like, got my phone. And I tried to put that picture of you with the winter sign. Oh. But it wouldn't go through. Well, I was like, stupid phone, Justin's already got it cursed. That's a good picture. He's already got it. Oh, we went through the, uh, yeah. the escape room. Uh, did you lose the Owen Schmidt picture? No, luckily I backed up all my photos on Google Photos. Yeah, so I have I have all the photos. I'm don't sure you worry about Chips that. Is dumbass. The only photo I don't have is a picture of the fish my dad caught. Oh. <laughs> I said, Dad, nobody's going to believe you cut that fish. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got it. He got a couple. He always... For some reason, he always catches more, but he always catches the bigger fish. That's how it is always it. There's always a bigger fish. Mm-hmm. Always right. a bigger fish. All right, that's good, man. Yep. And he has a long-winded tail for a lost fin. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll train on transition to some minuscule sports stuff that yeah. we got going on here. Yeah. You want to take a little break, then we'll hop in it? We can do whatever you want. Yeah, let's just go. All right. Unless you, unless you want to. Uh, no. Yep. Uh, Best Virginia had to drop out of the team. Oh, man, how? And like seven or eight of them tested positive. Right. They had Nathan Adrian on the sports line the other day. They were going to play Marshall. I know. It. Real, real, Marshall real claimed victory, too. They said, oh, of course they did. They said we backed out. Yeah, of course they did. So That's <laughs> the only way they were beating that team. <laughs> well, I mean, they were playing Marshall, but there was only like five guys from Marshall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were going to hurt that. But, yeah, there wasn't that many Marshall. They had a... They had somebody, I forget who they said they'd play for. That was pretty good. It was like a you know, quasi-pro. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Yeah, it was disappointing. Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to I know, watching those guys. I was. But I heard Dexter Miles got picked up to play on another team. Did he? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was really looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then the football team, it looks like we had, I guess we got two guys that tested positive. Yeah. They said, I, I looked yesterday, they said we've, we've given 167 tests between staff and players, and only two. And I guess one guy on the basketball team tested positive mm-hmm. the other day. So they're. I'm wondering if it, because some of the newcomers had just got on campus, I'm wondering if it was one of the newcomers who came in. And for basketball or uh-huh. football? For basketball. basketball. Well, because it would, it would have just been Kedrion, no, it would have been. Sweet yeah. or Cottrell because Johnson's not going to be there until the season. Yeah, I think it was one of them too. I think it was three actually. So he yeah. had just posted he was on I've campus. I watched, they had some video of him. I'd tell you what, I, I'd been counting on him being a maybe red shirt and he looks tough. Man, it's going to be deep, man. It's going to be, I mean, that team, if, if there's a season, that team is stacked. I, I mean, it's just stacked. Yeah. Yeah. He looked good. So we'll see. Uh, We'll see what happens with yeah. that. 
And then I guess we got to hit on the Koenig situation. Yeah. Probably need to talk about that. Yeah. That was unfortunate. Yeah. Here's my take on that. I, I see, and I think Mike Cassatt has put it best. If if it was fire, if it was a fireable offense, he'd already been fired. I was like, if they go in and they find out a lot of teammates are uncomfortable with him, then then they'll maybe do something. But I don't think I think they're going to have a hashed out moment, just kind of like uh, what's his name from Oklahoma State did. And, and they'll they'll talk it out, and get through it. And he'll promise not to. Here's, here's my thing on. I think Kerry Martin handled it wrong, and I'm not sure all his stories quite held up to par. <laughs> they, they don't. Yeah. They don't. And, and two, if Vic Koenig's trying to change people's religion on on campus, and maybe he should not do that. <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, I, I went through and looked at it because I mean, initially I, I got on there, I was like, of course, you know how I feel about Twitter anyway. Yeah. Like, you don't solve that. Didn't help any the no, situation. No. <laughs> I mean, and, and the problem was when when Martin came out, and I mean. If if Koning did something wrong and they investigate it and he needs to go, I'm I'm all yeah. for that. But when he put that out there and then he said that about his coach and then his high school coach came out and debunked that, yeah. and then Neil Brown, which who I think is probably as equipped as anyone to handle a situation like that. Oh yeah. From what I can tell. It just sucked that he got stuck in his way for the second year. But in his second sentence in his statement. I mean, he basically said KJ has the right to feel which he does. I mean, he's got yeah. the right to feel how he feels. But he said, I found out about this on Twitter, mm-hmm. which contradicts what yeah, he said. He so, I mean, you know, and, then, and it just kind of it started. You could see it on Rivals. It was dividing the fan base. Oh, yeah. And then you had all these guys who were like, I'm not going to get season tickets if this happens. And it almost got to the point where it was a, you're either on this side or you're on this side. Yeah, exactly. And you got to just take and a step back like and that. say, exactly. there's probably a little bit of blame on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just back up and oh, yeah. cool her head. I saw, you know, people going after Kerry Martin on, on Twitter, which is just dumb. I mean, it's just dumb. And then and then people saying, just like opposite saying, they were going to, they were, they were no longer one for your fans, they fired Cody. I mean, right. the program is bigger than two people. It is. It <laughs> is. I mean, come on. It is. And, and I think Martin didn't do himself any favors when he, when they, Came out. And he was talking about Koenig doing this and, that. and again. Religion and politics has got no. No you place separate. in football. You got to separate. Yeah. But when he, when I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was his high school coach who came out and said, you know, during the quarantine, Koenig came down, and brought him food, uh-huh. and he was like, well, you know, I didn't say he was a bad person, and I'm thinking, okay, and he said, I didn't say I wanted to get him fired, but and I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. I'm just going off of what yeah. I'm looking at. But I guess there was, of course, there was a bunch of people on there like Fire Koenig, and then he keeps oh. retweeting this shit, which is not helping things either. No. And I'm thinking, all right, we need to, we got to put a lid on this shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, and just get a handle on it. But it, it seems like they're just, and, and Neil Brown had a Zoom meeting, I guess, shortly thereafter, two days later, and he basically said, you know, we're going we're gonna to let it sort itself out. But I'm like you. I, I think if, if and it, from what I saw, there was a couple guys from Troy came out and said, you know, if Cunning's like that, this is the first I've heard of him. He's like, you know, he didn't act like that with us. And I think maybe his intent was he actually cares about the kid. But, again, caring about the kid and trying to influence what he thinks and does yeah. is another thing. But Well, here's here's my thought. I don't, I don't even mind. If that's what you believe in, that's what you uh, think, then that's that's very fine. If he's willing to do that in a kid in, while he's recruiting – then okay. If, he, if he's going in uh, some family who's, who believes in Islam and he's trying to convert them to Christianity, fine. 
But wait till they're on campus and then try to do it. That's you can't do that. Because <laughs> if you're not willing to do it on the recruiting trail, then you shouldn't do it on campus. Yeah, it's a tough sell. Yeah. And then they 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 pulled Pitts into it. But from from what I've heard, Pitts, I think Pitts was involved in in that academic. Yeah, thing. he was involved more the academic yeah. thing too. Yeah, I don't think it had. Yeah, they do with anything to do with that. But yeah. hopefully, all that stuff gets resolved. Because I mean, it's never. Yeah, you know, I thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe we can avoid all this shit, but... You know. i tell you what, though. I like the fact that it's been it's been quiet. I haven't seen anything really... No. Since they, that first quiet. two days, yeah, I mean, it made national news and everything, but what's uh, national news going to talk about at this point in time? So, so yeah, it's going to make national news, but it is it is what it is. It I hate saying that. I just, more I just hated it because, I mean... Recruiting's going great. It, I, I mean, we're slaying. And, and that's the thing, too. That's what sucks. Even if none of this is They're going to use it again. If every African-American defensive recruit is going to hear, do you want to go play for a racist? Yeah. His own t- his own player called him racist. And here's the thing. It's not even racist. No. It wasn't. There was nothing racist, racist about, about it. it. There was no, nothing yeah. about it. But they'll spin it. But that's recruiting. I mean, you, you know, we've... And we, we have probably, and that was the other thing, too. I mean, because West Virginia has no, we, yeah, we got a bad right or wrong, we're, exactly. we're stereotyped when it comes to that stuff. That's right. It hopefully it'll all, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I'd like to see it all work itself out. And hopefully, you know, they'll let the process play itself out and we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully yeah. they can all. Yeah, it'll be think. interesting. By the time we, I'm sure there'll be some sort of conclusion by the time we do this again. So, well, they'll have to be. We'll have to find I mean, out you it. can't drag it out too long. Exactly, it can't be too you much know? longer. I mean, because and the last thing you want to do is divide the locker room, and that's the thing. I mean, quite honestly, the strength of our team last year was our defense. Right, exactly. and that was the one thing I was most looking forward to. Exactly. I'm thinking, damn. I, I thought about asking who, if if Koenig's gone, who would you like to see as defensive coordinator? But I'm not exactly sure if, if Brown would hire within. I don't know if he would either. Yeah. A lot of people said he might promote Jordan Leslie, but right. I don't know. No, I don't either. Gibby. <laughs> yeah. Greg, Greg, Greg Gwynn's head just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's transition into recruiting because we've had yeah. three three new commitments since the last mm-hmm. time we did this show. Got one yesterday, the defensive end from Helsinki. Yeah. Finland. Six four two <laughs> and I guess he's actually going to be on campus in August, but I think he's going to redshirt. Yeah, from what I saw. And then we got that offensive lineman from Ohio, mm-hmm. Thomas Rimick, six six. Big boy. But the big news was a receiver from Maryland, mm-hmm. which was Caden Prather. He had, and I, I didn't realize this. I mean, I knew it was down to us in Penn State. He had 25 – I mean, he had offers from Bama, yeah. Auburn, LSU. Oh, he's a real deal. Georgia. I mean, I mean four star for a reason. Penn State was pissed yeah. when he picked us. Yeah. I mean, pissed. Yeah. Pissed off. <laughs> and, I mean, it's recruiting, so, I mean, you know, he hadn't signed anything yet. So, I mean, you'd like to hope that he sticks with us. But, man, that was a big hit. That's a big hit, man. I mean, that, I was, mean, that a, was huge. That was a big yeah. hit. And then we had the NC State transfer. Yeah, the which defense. I think is good. Hope Joseph uh, Bola Tapelli. Mm-hmm. He like a few sacks as a freshman. Mm-hmm. He he's a redshirt sophomore. I think, he's got right? three years. Yeah. No, is he going to sit out? I haven't seen. They're, is he they're going to applying for a waiver, waiver, which is almost you never know those things. No, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason of who gets those waivers. <laughs> no idea. NCAA just flips a coin. Yeah, it's like, yeah, hey, you know what? Yeah, good. It's, well, you're out. You're, you're, yeah, you're in. You're in. You're out. <laughs> 
so yeah, I mean, so we just we need. I think we have one. I think we have one scholarship left for this class as far as football goes. But I, at this stage of the game, I don't know how you fill it. Oh either. Uh, uh, you might have to well, wait. We need wait. linemen, obviously. Yeah. Especially on the offensive side, but. Yeah, you may you may be able to pull a lot of grad, maybe get a grad transfer to fill your line, or maybe a, a cornerback position. But I think I think the recruiting class is good, pretty yeah. solid as it is. I would be surprised. I don't know if they'll fill all the positions. You know, just, just use them when you got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this uh, this morning, which I mean, I guess it's relevant if you, if depending on what your position is. But Sporting News ranked. I guess they re-ranked the coaches. Uh-huh. Neil Brown was 37th, which on their list he was 8th out of 10 in the Big 12, which some of the was quick to point out, but whatever. Holgerson, 90th. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody put a picture of him up there and said, hey, let's go win some games. And they said, who would have thought that that meant only four? <laughs> <laughs> Which, which I, thought was, I thought that was funny. You know his lack of days ago attitude. I bet you that whole team has COVID. Mm. I would not see be surprised yep. that whole team is just one yep. walking virus. Yep. They, <laughs> they very well could be. So He's probably one walking virus. Yeah, he is. <laughs> virus. And he's probably got some viruses that aren't associated with COVID. <laughs> that you may need a little prescription to take care of. Shit. You want to jump into the last segment? Yeah, you... let's, take, let's, let's go ahead and take a little break. All right. And uh, we'll come back. All right. Welcome back to one morning of going home and going to bed. Man, that's nice to say. It's beautiful. How many trips have you made to Elliot's since? Uh, are you like a standard, uh, like they have your seat waiting for you? Like they, do you like clockwork? I've well, I got six o'clock on a Friday. Justin's I've, here. I've been there a couple times. <laughs> Tired. I've been. A, I think we've been to Bridge Brew. They opened like three weeks ago, and I bet you we we went the first three days they were open, and uh, one, two. We've been there like eight times <laughs> in three weeks. I went to Elliot's last week, and Steve was bartending. He said, "Justin, your water bill's here." <laughs> so that's probably that's probably not a good sign. <laughs> you just go to register for both from there. <laughs> Yeah, I live in Oak Hill, but I'm a Fayetteville resident. <laughs> oh, shit. But anyway, so you want to do your sports yeah, question Yeah, I'll, right. I'll do my sports question first. I was thinking about this today because I saw a brief little article. Who's the, the one, either football or basketball player, that you think we're sleeping on for next year? Who's going to come out and surprise me? And I'll, I'll, I'll let you think about it. Because I saw an article today about Sean Ryan, and I've forgotten about him. From Temple? Yeah. I totally forgot about him. You know, he was the big player coming out of the fall ball last year, and he got hurt. Mm-hmm. But, but with all of – with COVID going on, and because that's going to just delay the uh, progress of any of the freshmen that are coming in. He's experienced. He knows the plays. He was already uh, doing pretty good at the beginning of the year. I would be surprised if we're sleeping on him. Everybody's talking about Sam James, Bryce Wheaton, but I would be surprised – Sean Ryan has a good season. I'm going to say Winston Wright. Ooh, speedster. Yep. Think he's going to return another kick for a touchdown? He ran a kickoff back. Mm-hmm. I think he's, 
He's got some wiggle and. Uh-huh. So we're both going receiver. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. If we have a line that can block. <laughs> uh, well, and also as a Dougie's uh, quarterback, because you know, I'll be able to tell you that Kendall can't get in the ball deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ken, Kendall's boy. Kendall's BFF. There's one man cheerleading squad. Jesus Christ, I'm on a Basketball. I didn't think one for basketball goals. I don't know if we're sleeping on anybody unless it's one of the freshmen we don't know about. Could be. Yeah. We might be sleeping on McCabe. Ooh, interesting. Because I'll be curious to see when he's – it'll be interesting to see what Huggins does with his lineup. I mean, if he – if he starts Deuce at the point, or if he starts McCabe and Deuce, and then either Taz or McNeil, and then the two big boys, I, I don't know how he's going to do his lineup. But I, eh. I tell you what I would do, and this is just me personally, I would start Taz. He was much better off when he, he was warmed up. When he ain't come off the bench, he only had, like, I think, one good game when he coming off the bench. I think McNeil's fine off the bench. I think he come in, he can shoot at any time. I really think if you start one, you start Taz. That's just my personal. Throw it out there. I got no problem. With just that. for my witnessing, just for witnessing last year. I got no problem. Yeah, with that. I got no problem with that. So that'd be mine. All right. Uh, my sports question. I am going to defer to Dave Taylor. Okay. Okay. All right. You saw his text earlier this week. Uh, if it was over the weekend, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because your, your phone was your phone was capsized. Yeah, exactly. My, okay. the, there's a fish reading it yeah. as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> It probably makes more sense out of it than Dave did. Uh, that's a toss. <laughs> Give me a unit on the football team and a position on the basketball team that will lead to us maximizing our success this year for both. Oh, well, I, we're both better say offensive line. Correct. For football, because I don't think there's any doubt we will live and die by the offensive line. Absolutely. I, was, I think if the offensive line – was marginally better last year, and we had any kind of running We'd game. We'd be in a bowl game. Yeah, we, we talked about, you know, if, if Dougie was told us had a Kendall, if we'd have just had a marginal line, Kendall would have been okay to get us through. Yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, – offensive line, without a doubt, in football. In, in basketball, I think it's point guard. I think if we get consistency out of uh, McCabe and Deuce and, and whoever else may throw in there, I think it's – I think you get it from there. I, I was – I'm with – I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I went with the three because I think if Matthews mm-hmm. will go as far as Matthews and Bridges take us. Yeah, I can see that too. And I like the fact though this year we have depth at the three. Mm-hmm. Well, last year we really didn't have that depth. And I don't know. I mean, I guess you'll. I guess depending on the lineup, you'll see probably more so McNeil than Taz at the three. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know what the list Taz has, but he's definitely shorter than McNeil. Yeah. You can tell on, on, he's more looks more like a two. But I think we talked about last year. We'll go as far as Matthews, Texas. Mm-hmm. That's true. With him having bridges behind him at the three, and then depending on what they do uh, with Taz Thweet, uh-huh. uh, we talked about him in the last segment. I think that position is going because I think I think McCabe is smart enough, and I think he had a sophomore slump, but I think he'll come out of that. And I think with Deuce, depending on how they want to use him, yeah, I got nothing but confidence in him. I, I mean, same here, same here. And I think another year of growth. But I, I think if our point guards play well, because one of our biggest things last year was trying to get the ball to our bigs. Can't pass. We couldn't pass. And with McCabe is the best passer on the team. Well, I'll take that back. Uh, Colbert's the best passer on the team. 
McCabe should be the best passer on the team, but he tries to do too much fancy he stuff. He does do a lot. Well, his teammates aren't ready for it. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, that's, a, that's a problem, too. Yeah. So, but, yeah, so I can one or three without doubt. I think we're solid. But that's the thing, man. I think we're solid. One through five. That's what. That's why we're good next year, man. We are solid at every position. And we, we didn't mention this. We still have not filled that last scholarship spot. I don't think we need to, and I don't think we're going to. We may not. We may not. I, at this point in time, who are you going to recruit? you got 12 guys right now. Yeah, exactly. We're probably going yeah. I mean, I've written Taj Sweet off. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched his video. I was like, that son of a bitch might be playing. Right, exactly. To go, back, to go back to football for a little bit, on defense, the cornerback position, we have got to have – We need Drayshawn Miller from LSU – or committed to LSU yeah. to be big. we got Nick Troy Fortune. Yeah. Uh they don't have to be great. Tay Mayo. Hopefully our defensive line will, will help them out with pressure, but they got to be decent. <laughs> you know, they, don't, they just can't be porous over there. They have to be less bad. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So, I, mean, right. I, I think it's all going to – on defense, we're going to go is how our corners go. Mm-hmm. So. I can see that. Yep. All right, non-sports. Yep. I changed mine. Mm-hmm. I was going to talk about the driver's test. <laughs> Saturday, I was home watching TV – Watching some movies. Lethal Weapon Marathon. Oh, oh man. Let me ask Class you this, of the let, past. Let me ask you this question. I don't know if I've I'm, seen all this. I'm a big Die Hard guy. Uh-huh. Is Lethal Weapon better than Die Hard as a series? Ooh. Or not a series. Yeah, I'm not a series. You know, I don't know what the Christian name is for Yeah, that. like, yeah. Yeah, I guess it is a series. A series of movies. Because uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, and... and they're both Christmas movies because Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. I too. just, I just said that we were down in the cabins, both four feet of water. <laughs> yeah, that's a Christmas movie. I agree. Yeah, it is a Christmas movie. Um, you know what? I haven't seen Lethal Weapon in so long, but I really did like those movies. They were funny. They were that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, they were entertaining. You got to remember because Bruce Willis was kind of on an island, at yeah. least in the first two. Yeah, he had Samuel L. Jackson in the third mm-hmm. one, but I mean Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. I mean, they were tough. They were tough. I'm going to lean towards Die Hard just because I really like all... Like, if it's one, I will watch it. I don't even know if Little Weapon's on TV anymore. It's <laughs> on right now. Yeah, like, it's like, on right well, now. I don't have cable. Oh, okay. So it's never one anything that I would uh, come up on from a, from a comedic and action standpoint yeah. combined, uh, I think Lethal Weapon's better. Well, I might have to uh, rewatch some I of the like, movies. I like Die Hard, the first Die Hard, uh-huh. better than any of them. Oh, yeah, me too. I, so, I watched that. It, it, it's one of those Christmas movies that I will watch because they play it always around Christmas, and I'll, I will watch it. And yeah. Die Hard 2 was actually one of the first R-rated movies I watched. Mm. But Lethal Weapon 2 was the first R-rated <laughs> But Mom made sure to come downstairs and fast forward through the sex scene. <laughs> Let me know when they're taking off their clothes. I can see pretty. And like, oh. you ever Miss Miller in uh Oh, absolutely. In she, tried, she played Romeo and Juliet, and they got naked in it. So she was up in front of the screen. Oh, Trying God. to cover it with her hands. Oh. And we were freshmen. I just laughed. <laughs> I can think of a thousand things I'd rather see than Cora Miller holding up her hands in front of the oh, TV yeah. screen. Oh, no fast forwarding, no nothing. It was just oh, like. Sure. <laughs> I'd rather have my toenails pulled out one by one. All right, what's your non sports? All right, I got to lead it off with the story. So, speaking of Bridgeboro, we were at Bridgeboro. 
week that my dad and Lily took the kids down to the cabin. It was that Wednesday night. We were going out on Thursday. We're like, well, let's go get Bridge Brew. They have food trucks. Let's go get a Bridge Brew and get some food and, and uh, have a drink. So we're there, and we become like a part of the crew there. Like we're there all the time. And it seems like anymore. And they just love us. So we're sitting there. We're talking. We're laughing. And there was this couple. They were the only people that weren't locals that were there. Uh, on a side note, they said last year they did like 20% locals, 80% uh, tourists. This year's totally opposite. They're running 80% locals and 20% tourists. Really? Yeah. And they are packed almost every night, though. Well, they got, everything's outdoors. They got a food truck. It's a perfect setup for them. Are they doing the food truck every night? Every, every night they're there. They've had a food truck every night so far. Uh, I don't know if you know Kevin Shoemaker. He does a barbecue yeah. one. Man, that shit is delicious. Good. Yeah, they were, he was at this weekend. But anyway, so there's this one couple. They're from Ohio. His big Ohio State fan has Ohio State hat on backwards. He'd been there drinking Mama Rise. Mama Rise is a 6.9% alcohol by volume. So it's a, it's a stout. He'd been there before we got there. So we got there. We're sitting there. We're talking. And we're talking about a whole bunch of shit. And talking to uh, this guy there, Brad. And he's talking about the city manager. He doesn't like the city manager at Old Cuba. Bill Annabase. So we're talking. And uh, that dude comes up. And he's like, I could be a titty manager. <laughs> Right. So we're like, okay then. So we're, we're sitting there and we're talking. He's drunk. And uh, uh, he gets a couple growlers. We're like, all right, we're leaving. I was like, we need a place to put, they had a camper, like a set on camper that you, they put on the back of a truck. It was, you know, they just had a truck and just sits on top. So he's like, where can I, where can we stay tonight? And we were like, well, you go to Cantrell's. Um, it's just down the road down in Cove Gatewood and it's $45. We'll let you park there. They got a bar there. So you guys, they're like, oh yeah, let's do that. So, we said, all right, man, you guys, good luck. So they, they leave. We're there. About an hour later, we didn't realize they didn't even left the parking lot. They come back in. He grabs a few. Apparently, they were, we told somebody later it left. They were in the parking lot arguing. She's not drinking. He's, he comes back and has some warm mama rise. So we're, we're sitting there, and finally, all of a sudden, so he's finally like, we, are, we need to go. And her, he, his girlfriend is telling uh, Tash, like, I just... I just don't know. Yeah, I wish he would quit, quit drinking. He's supposed to drive. I was attached. like, well, why don't you drive? She's like, oh, I can't drive that thing. It was like, what do you mean you can't drive? So you had rather him drive than, yeah, <laughs> than you drive? So, but anyway, so so we tell him again. We're like, he's like, I had to get this place. So like, you go out here. You make a right. Stay on 16 all the way till you see the sign for Charlie's Pub when you left. And there'll be Gatewood on your right. You got to you got to make a wide curve. And he says, "I'm used to wide loads." And he looks at his girlfriend. <laughs> his girlfriend, meanwhile, is skinny and quite attractive. Is that right? Oh yeah. Meanwhile, he's a bro of bros. He's got his hat backwards. Yeah. He's, he's like, "All right, I'm getting serious." And he put his hat, Ohio State hat, over the top, on, on Ford, except the reverse way. He comes pulling out of the Bridgeview parking lot. It's gravel. It goes up a little slope, you know. And has, he almost flips it coming out of the parking lot. Did he really? So we were like. Oh shit, man! That's probably not good. So about so about, she's in the car. She's with in him. the car with him. She she willingly got in the car and with she's him. She's sober. Yeah. So we're sitting there. We're like, I don't know, man. Should we follow him? It's like I don't know. I'll just pray for their yeah. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> so so about an hour later, Adam's like, Adam's one of the coders. She's like, I'm gonna text because her his friend Christy uh, was going to catch us. I'm like, and see if they made it. So he texts like, hey. Did that couple, she was there earlier, she's like, is that, did that couple from Ohio State uh, make it over there? She's like, well, kind of. Oh, <laughs> they got all the way to the Cantrails, the entry to Cantrails, and realized they had gone too far. 
So he tried, he tried to back it up and backed it right into the ditch. Oh, you're kidding oh, me. Oh, no. So he was stuck in it. So it's, it's got three wheels off the ground. Oh, shit. So, they, so they're out there. Adam Cantrell, Kristen Cantrell, a couple of the owner's son and, and, and daughter-in-law go out there. They're trying to help him. So he, they can't get it out. So they end up, he, Adam gives him his phone. So he didn't have a cell phone to call a tow truck. So there, as he's calling a tow truck, cops show up. So he takes off running up the hill with the cell phone. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm out. So he's running. He runs up the hill. Can't tell us that big hill. Oh, yeah. So he runs up the hill, right? This is It's dark now. So he's up in the woods, up in the hill. She just goes into the bar and pretends like she doesn't know anybody. Doesn't know what's going on. Doesn't know the car. She's playing dumb. So the cops are there, and they're like, and Adam, and they're talking to him, they're like, like you guys going after them? They said, ah, they go up in the woods a little bit. And they're like, nah. Cops <laughs> came up. Yeah, they're like, we'll just tow the vehicle. So they, so they, they had to get two tow trucks to pull that thing out. That's how bad it was back here. Wow. So he comes down later, and he is covered in dirt. Covered in dirt. Apparently. He, every time he would see the flashlights come up a little bit the hill, he would bury himself like a predator. Like a... <laughs> And bury himself. Was he a big dude? Yeah, he's yep. a big. <laughs> so, God, so they wouldn't see him. So he ended up, they ended up buying, a, buying a cabin, rent a cabin that night to stay in. The next morning, Tash and I were thinking about him. We didn't know that story yet. We're like, man, I wonder if that, if that couple's okay. They're riding bikes in the middle of Old Kill. I have no idea. The same couple? Same couple. At noon the next day, we were leaving for the cabin. I have no idea why they were on Old Kill. Two, they were on bikes. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> so, so we couldn't wait to get back to find out what happened. We got back. Do you know how much their uh, tow bill was? $2,200. So it, I got, apparently the tow truck guy said, he, the guy from the house was like, how much is the bill? He said, $2,200. guy said, what? He said, listen, buddy, there's no cops involved. He said, here's my credit card. <laughs> is that right? We're figuring between the bridge brewery, he probably spent $100. Yeah. The cabin, I guarantee he spent $345 or something like that. Yeah. And then who knows what else he did that week. In the 20, I bet you that was a $4,000 trip to West Easily. Virginia. <laughs> I can think of one when they came to play in you when that one dude came over and told me. The Katzenmoyer guy? Uh-huh. I didn't know if you had any bro, because you have family in Winter Ohio State. I do. I do, but I, I've never really watched the game with them. Yeah. But have you met anybody? See, what about Ohio people in general? What about the drivers? Well, I'll tell you what, at Bridge Day this year, which we may have brought this up, not Bridge Day. Is it Bridge Day? I don't know. Anyway, we were at Elliott's. And I was with Booth and Larry and a few other people. And there was a band playing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was Charlie Smallwood's band or not, but anyway, some girl had an Ohio State jersey on. And she's coming around to the table with a like a collection plate. She's like, hey, anybody want to get in? And Tom was like, fuck you doing with a collection plate? <laughs> he's like, what are you going to do? Put all that in your pocket? You're from Ohio State. She was like, oh. So then she stopped. Like, they they quit playing. She was like, 
Everybody's giving except this table right here. And she did this at the throat slash. Oh, I bet Tom was. And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> and he said, what'd you just do? She said, oh, he's like, let me tell you something. <laughs> he said, you come in here. We're in here all the time. You're in, grabbing this place. We don't know what you're doing with that when you go outside. You probably put it in your pocket. <laughs> she later, she's like, you motherfucker. So here comes Stephanie Woodson from around the bar. <laughs> and Stephanie grabs her, takes her outside, because I'm thinking, oh shit, Tom's going to do it. Oh yeah, you get know? ugly. He just kept doing what he was doing. So Stephanie got her calmed down. She came back inside for a minute. She's up in Tom's, and he just he's like, ah, I ain't listening to you. <laughs> so I mean, other than that one, I can't really think of anyone that I've really, because I mean, Felicia and them, I mean, they're big Ohio State fans. Yeah. I mean, I texted him after... Clemson beat Ohio State in the uh, playoffs, and then the next day we beat Ohio State in basketball. Right, yeah. And I That's said, "Boy, it was a bad day for the Buckeyes." <laughs> and, and I sent it to Felicia, Brown, and Chris, all three of my cousins. Oh, Felicia responded, right? She's the only one. <laughs> she's like, uh, "Well, Justin, she's like, uh, there's a lot of furniture in the house that uh, we're going to have to replace." <laughs> Because we're talking about the same people who tailgated in a church parking lot yes. for a wedding. <laughs> so that's what you're dealing with. A bunch of big Italian guys. I was going to say, I know you knew a bunch of high school. Well, I remember that tailgate when they came play the Morgantown. And that's when I was living in that one little apartment. Yep. And uh, those guys came up and they, they were okay. But then once we lost, I, I remember saying on the way back, it's like, if that guy shows up at our house, I'm knocking his bus guys right off his neck. He was in an Andy Katzenmoyer jersey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we should have won that game. should have won that game. Charles Fisher picks up that. It just falls on the ball. Yeah. Fall on the ball, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, I laughed so hard when Christy was telling me the story of him burying himself. That's pretty funny. In the dirt to hide from the cops. That's pretty good. <laughs> He even said himself, he goes, I kept thinking my mind was the Predator. <laughs> it's like, what are they, infrared cameras? Dude, you're not the Predator. It's, like, it's the Fat Town Police. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't even want to go up in the woods. Nah. <laughs> you're good, man. <laughs> like, if you're 15 feet off the off the I, road line, you're good. I tell you what, though, somebody had some fantastic advice. Because it, it probably was the best thing he would done. Found out he had a DUI pending in Ohio. Mm-hmm. In Ohio. But it was probably the best thing he did was run up that hill. The other thing that uh, this guy told me, he was a, he's a lawyer. The best thing he could have done was as soon as he got in that ditch, went over to the boards, did a whole bunch of shots. Really? Just like, hey, man, I was frustrated. I backed my trailer into that ditch. I was pissed off, so I just came out here and started drinking. Oh, that's good, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's genius. It is genius. <laughs> We do that in real life situations. Yeah, is, and we're not even wrecked. Exactly. Like, hey, man, we pulled in good. Let's go in there and do a bunch of shots. And get up. Well, that, that is a brilliant strategy. Not that I condone it. No. But it, it's a brilliant strategy. Do as I advice. say, not as I do. Exactly. Oh, shit. All right, man. Well, good. Now, half the year is over. Yeah. Another half to go. Well, I know. Uh, uh, I'll be at today and we'll see what you what do you think is the chances we play in this year. Maybe they passed. Not high. Yeah. I, I think I got a feeling it's gonna be a conference schedule only. It probably will be. There's something and they'll move it back. I bet I bet the season will start till later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
It'll be condensed, which sucks, but I mean, as long as there's some football, we, yeah, yeah, we I'll, I'll be happy for some football, yeah. anything. Yeah, I, I knew, like, I think I put out 25, but I was throwing out a number. When Ivy said 50 50, and I was like, ultimate, ultimist, I was like, wow, it's worse than I thought. <laughs> We're done. Forget <laughs> like, it. See you in 2021. Yeah, I was like, that shit's not, when Ivy's throwing 50 50, that's mm. not good. No. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ivy. You jerk. <laughs> Uh, all right, man. This all is right, the man. second half of 2020. Yes, sir. One more and I'm going home and going to bed. One more and I'm going home and going to bed.